hello. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. We are about to go see Super M. <laughs> Emily and Rachel from the past, 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 past. Yes. <laughs> we're recording this ahead of time before we see them, and then we're going to add our reaction after. So you will hear us from the past. Past, past. past. And the present. <laughs> present, present, present. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So, uh, you know how we said we would never go see Super M because the tickets were too expensive? (laughs) Turns out we had a way, thank you Kathleen, to get free tickets. We love you Kathleen. We love you Kathleen. Thank you very much. Because of our very generous friend, we can go see Super M for free. For free. So we're not going to pass up that opportunity. You guys have probably seen it, hopefully by now, but a lot of the stuff will be on Instagram too. They'll see us acting a fool. So make sure to check out our Instagram for videos from the concert at Soulmates Podcast. Yeah. And if you didn't see any of our social media, Emily, tell them where we're sitting. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) We are sitting (laughs) in a fucking suite. We are above the plebs. A suite, sweaty. (laughs) This is the most expensive seats you can have. They're in their own private box, and it has a great view of the stage, and we have a fucking bodyguard outside of it. A bouncer, bitch. (laughs) And a private bathroom. Take a dookie to private. (laughs) Kathleen works for the company that owns the arena. She was able to get us the hookup. We're all going to have a really great time. Yes. Do you have any, like, expectations, hopes? What do you want to see from the boys? I am hoping that we will get to see unique choreo, as in, like, how they are moving across a stage. I hope the stage is not just, like, a boring, like, one-dimensional thing, like, When I went to go see Lady Gaga, she was, like, all over the fucking place. She was, like, in a fucking trapeze thing, and she was, like, way out in the audience on a piano. I think it would be interesting if they had, like, you know, stage pieces that moved. I just want to see more dynamic stuff from them. I don't want them to perform as, like, a unit on one stage statically. I think they're going to probably use a projector. Um, That's what Blackpink did. I think they're going to use that. There might be some little stage setup. I know for Blackpink, they had like this little island that you could walk to and like be be surrounded by fans. They'll probably do something like that. That's the only time you want to be in the pit (laughs) is when they do that. Yeah. I don't want to stand for like three hours. I love Taemin, but I don't need his sweat to be on me. Yeah. I don't need that. (laughs) We'll be in the suite with opera glasses. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Yes. Uh, With the views, honey. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) I don't think the merch is going to be out of this world. Just from what I've seen, it's like black and then Super M. I'm like, I want Taman's face on everything. You know who has really killed the merch game of all the concerts we've been to? Fucking Baby Metal. Yeah. Thank you, Baby Metal. Not only did they have stock in everything and they didn't run out 10 minutes into it, Red Velvet, (laughs) but also, can I just say that the t-shirt that I bought, even though it was, yes, ridiculously expensive at like $45, is one of the nicest t-shirts I own. Premium cotton. Nice design. Like, very full design with rich colors that hasn't faded in the wash. Like, Baby Metal, killing it. 
So I'd be interested to see what Super M actually has, because if it is just a black t-shirt with Super M on it, I ain't spending my money on that. No, I'll I'll probably pass on that. But if they're selling, like, I don't know, fun glow sticks or something, and yeah. they're not overpriced, yeah, why not? I have a red velvet and a black-pink light stick, so maybe I'll buy one if they have any for sale. Though I doubt it, because those sell out immediately. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> I really hope that they make a tiny keychain version. I love those. Like, the mm. tiny, tiny light sticks. Those are amazing. So, um, I hope they have something like that. Yeah. They'll probably have, like, a scarf. They always have, like, a scarf that you can hold up, and it's, like, says Super M or yeah. whatever, you know? And you're like, ah, oh, my God! <laughs> you hold it up, and you scream. You were looking at the set list earlier, because I was honestly very confused when they were like, Super M concert. I'm like, y'all have six songs. How are you going to make this a concert? But, Emily, tell them the other stuff that will be in there besides just the stuff that's on their album. So expect all the songs that are on their album, um, but they're also going to have duets and solos. So Taman is going to do two solos. I believe Ten is going to do two solos. The two boys from um, EXO are going to do a duet. There's a bunch of um, covers of, like, NCT songs. So I'm expecting there to be, like remixes of nct xo shiny songs pretty yeah. much and they saved jopping for their encore according to the set list that i saw and i was like y'all should have opened with that yeah personally that that's what i think they should do but set list can change so so who knows i'm very excited to see what new things we'll be hearing because six songs does not make a concert so i am very interested to hear all these duets and stuff. Nobody's listened to this unless they've been to the concert. And on the set list, there was a couple of songs that were just like unreleased track. So brand new things that aren't available on Spotify or YouTube or anything. So we'll be hearing it like only at the concert. So I'm looking forward to those songs as well. Yeah. One's called GTA, which I was like, damn, they're really going for that car theme, huh? Yeah, they go going for that <laughs> Fast and the Furious fucking soul drift instead of Tokyo drift. Yeah. Future Emily and Rachel, we're going to give it to you now. Thank you, Emily and Rachel from the past. Yeah. We have seen the Super M concert. You can see some of our uh, shenanigans on Instagram. We have a story on our page. You can see it. It's mostly just videos of girls freaking out. Yep. Boys on stage. Girls screaming. So much screaming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh there's also like one video on our facebook too which you may have seen yeah we were there we took evidentiary videos even uh one of our faces there so you could see that it was us it was indeed us yeah us and our friend Leisha and kathleen all went to go see super m and it was great and we were able to sit in sweet seats which we've already talked about but i want to talk about it again because <laughs> it was awesome yeah, so not only did Kathleen get us free tickets, but she got us really nice seats uh for free. So just, again, Kathleen, if you're listening, thank you so much. We would have not gone to see this concert without you. Yes, we're talking the most expensive seats in the whole arena, and the cheap ones were $120. So we're talking about something valued close to $1,000 range, I'm yeah. guessing. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. There was a private bathroom. If it was a real bougie event, like if it was, say, a sports event where team owners are there, they would stay in there and there would be, like, a food spread and and booze and stuff, but it was just a concert. Yeah. So it wasn't that bougie, but it was still so nice. 
there was like a bouncer at the door. Yeah, I mean, essentially, we were the only ones in the suite. So we had an entire section of seats that was just for us. Mm-hmm. An entire bathroom for only four people. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was very nice to hashtag shit in peace. Yes. <laughs> when we needed it. And we all used the restroom <laughs> during the concert. It was nice to not miss a lot of the concert waiting in line. So let's talk about the concert itself. Y'all know that Super M doesn't really have that much music out right now. They only have one EP. They did all the songs off of there. And yes. they also did a bunch of solo songs, which I enjoyed. They did um Baby Don't Stop, the two NCT boys. That yeah. was so good. I really wish they did more like duos because the times that they did the duos, I felt like those were super strong because the boys could like play off of each other. Yeah, no, that was one of the best performances of the show and it was literally deafening the entire song because everybody (laughs) else was feeling it and screaming too i was able to see blackpink also with kathleen and blackpink was mostly people singing along to the songs of course there was screaming this concert was screaming from start to finish it was basically a dull hum of screaming at all times And there were certain points where I wish I had earplugs because it just got to such a volume that it started to hurt my ears. We get it, y'all. They were thirsty, but it was just too much sometimes. I mean, I feel like that was the difference between seeing a very popular girl group and a very popular boy group. Like, girl groups, you're like, hell yeah, I'm here to have a good time. I'm here to sing along. Boy groups is, oh my god, they're right there! Ah!" Yeah, Yeah, I would say the most deafening screams happened for Kai and happened for Baekhyun. And everybody else, they also got good screams, but those two boys in particular, <laughs> oh god, girls were losing their shit. The rows that were in front of us in the suite, it was like oh every time either one of them was on, they were like blood-curdling screaming their names. Girl, they can't hear you. They, they, they cannot hear you. I mean, we were screaming for Taemin. We were like, woo, Taemin, oh my god! Okay, listen, listen. <laughs> During this concert, me and Emily went a little feral. I know! Because we noticed that these fucking bitches were not screaming for Tame In as loud as they were for other people. And we were like, oh no, not our baby. Absolutely the fuck not. I will fight every single one of you individually. You cheer for Tame In! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we went a little feral. So we went a little feral, and I may have blood-curdling screamed Taemin's name, but (laughs) he needed it. Our boy needed it. Apparently he was also not feeling well, which is so unfortunate. Like, when are we going to see a group where people aren't feeling unwell? I know, it sucks too, because you feel guilty that he has to perform, but yet you don't want to go to a concert where he's not there because Uh, he's sick. So, again, like we said during our Red Velvet rehash, Irene was feeling sick during that concert too. And we felt horrible because it looked like she was about to pass out at the end of the freaking concert. Taemin was not that bad. He was still dancing and stuff. But when you feel sick, like, you can push through it. But I'm sure at the end of the show, he felt like shit. And it just makes you feel bad. But like we said then, it is not your fault. It is not our fault for purchasing the tickets and going to the show. Whose fault it is, is the management for not giving them breaks so they can have time to be sick and have time to rest and relax between shows. The tour schedule is probably way too tight, and they probably had no time before going on this tour to relax, and that is not your fault. 
all we can do is talk about it. All we can do is point out the problem. He was still, like, an incredible performer. Absolutely incredible. He, I don't fault him for this. He was not singing live. No. I don't fault him at all. He was dancing incredibly. Some of the, I think there was, like, a slower song where you could hear that his mic was on. So that's good. Like, he didn't blow out his voice or anything like that. No. But, yeah, the dancing, I was just like, yes. Yeah, he was not marking anything. And what I mean by that is, like, when you're tired as a dancer and you just want to, like, make sure you're on time with things, you'll, like, half-ass do a movement that's called marking. Irene was starting to do that at the end of the Red Velvet performance because I really do think she was, like, going to pass out at any moment. But Taman didn't do that. Their last encore song was Dropping. Yeah. Which is the most physically intense song of the whole concert. Yeah. And he did that full out. <laughs> so. The difference between this and the Red Velvet show is the Red Velvet girls had to literally be in every song. Yeah. Taman got quite a big chunk of time to rest during this concert. He was in the opening number and the second number and the third number. Mm-hmm. He had a little break. He came back for another number, had a break, came back had a break, and then it was the ending. Thank you for bringing it up, because I think that's actually a nice way to structure a concert and why this super group works so well, because they really can play off of each other like that. They can do their solo work and, like, a duo to give every member a break so they can be their best every time they're out on stage. As far as, like, technical aspects of the concert, I predicted, yes, They had a giant screen, and they did, like, projections. And if you were looking at it, like, straight on, the dancing with the background looked insane. Like, it looked really good. From our angle, it didn't look that great. Yeah. But it was was still good. It was still entertaining. Yeah. I could tell it was made for a straight-on viewing. Also, they were probably recording it for some sort of, like, DVD. And on camera, it looked incredible. But, like, from an elevated angle, it didn't look that amazing. They had two little projections from the stage. There were bouncers on these little stage projections between the performers and the crowd Yeah, that were like, you better not. Yeah, they basically had, I would say, like a six-foot radius around where the catwalks came out from the stage that were the, um, what are they called? The, like, bicycle stanchions. Covered in fabric. I forget what... There's a name for them, but I don't fucking remember. You guys know what I'm talking about. Covered in fabric. So there was like a six-foot clearance where they could like come off the stage, go under the stage, and go backstage without being assaulted by fans. So, yeah. They did have bouncers, though, that were like, don't fucking touch them. Don't steal the jacket. Because they were throwing their clothes off the stage. Yeah. Yeah. They were taking off jackets and throwing them off. I'm like, I wonder where those are going. And then I was like, oh, I see that there's like this little guard (laughs) that they're throwing them down into. Yeah. I was like... Like, surely they're not sacrificing their clothing to the crowd. (laughs) No. There was a point in time before I saw that clearance where one of the members got, like, really close to the edge of the stage. And I was like, boy, don't do it. You're going to get mauled. (laughs) You will will be mauled if you fall off this stage. (laughs) Oh, my God. Speaking of safety, like the Red Velvet concert, they would stop playing music for a little bit and just, like, talk to the crowd and... Each member would be like, thank you so much for coming. This is my first time in Atlanta. That kind of deal. Red Velvet did the exact same thing. Blackpink did not do that. They said, fuck talking to the crowd. They just played, like, these fun videos while they, like, cooled off backstage. Yeah. Which, honestly, like, I don't know which one I like more. Because, like, the Blackpink ones, like, kept the hype up because they were playing, you know, like, loud thumping music. Everyone's like, woo! But we didn't really get to, I guess, 
get some personal interaction with them. I mean, I mean, for from my perspective, like I wouldn't care either way, just because I know what they say to the crowd is like ninety nine percent rehearsed and the same. Yeah, and while while it is touching to some extent. A lot of the boys, you know, they don't speak English fluently, so they would speak in Korean and there would be a translator that spoke after them. But people were screaming so loud you couldn't hear the translator. Yeah. So I feel like in the future it would be cool if they hired a, um, you know, like somebody who does like immediate captioning, kind of like a court reporter. If they could have someone do that for the translation and just show it up on the screen with the member name, that would be really helpful. And I get that it maybe it would sometimes be complicated. But especially for this show, they were really good about only one member speaking at one time instead of, like, them trying to speak over each other. So speaking of safety, (laughs) during one of these moments, was it Mark? Is Mark the Canadian one? Yes. Sorry, guys. The Canadian one uh, was obviously speaking the most English. He was like, okay, we're ready to, like, get back into it. I want you all to enjoy the music safely. (laughs) This was, like, after, like, five songs yeah and the screaming was so intense he's like let's enjoy this music safely and i was like everyone that's your cue to chill a little bit <laughs> we, are, we it's like we are getting ourselves worked up into a uh fucking thirsty rage down there <laughs> like, like a frenzy like it, it was it was like a frenzy yeah uh, just several fucking thirst trap moments of, oh god, I feel like it was Taeyun, maybe, or maybe it was Ten, who was just like body humping the stage. <laughs> Girls were screaming for that. Kai, bless his soul, came out in like a bolero jacket and he was shirtless with like white snakeskin pants. <laughs> and at one point, the camera like zooms in on his abs and crotch and he grabs his crotch and like does, <laughs> it does like a body roll. Well, like a Michael Jackson style body roll. The screaming <laughs> was so intense. I remember specifically at that moment, I turned around and I looked at Kathleen. We locked eyes and just started laughing because they were literally like, <laughs> like, like only dogs could hear some of the screams that were happening. Yeah. And while, while I think the screaming was really intense, like it did make us go fair. Like it did. It made us like excited. Like it released some sort of fucking hormone that we yeah. were like, we gotta scream too. Yeah, I mean, I had a good time, and I was screaming too. Obviously not as much. Yeah. What I thought was interesting was that some of the members of Super M, when they were doing their solo work, I didn't realize how many of them had, like, solo rap songs. I was very confused by that. I think it was Lucas. I didn't even know that he, like, did rap songs, so that was very interesting for me. And I want to say it was Baekhyun who did the song UN Village, like, I totally didn't even know that he sang that song until he started doing it at this concert. And I was like, oh, you sing that song. That's cool. I just thought, like, the solo work was really interesting. It exposed me to music that I wouldn't have listened to necessarily otherwise. If you know anything about me and Emily, we listen to a lot of girl groups. <laughs> so we we tend to miss some of the boy groups and solo work of boy groups because we are so girl group heavy. <laughs> One more thing that I thought was really cool and is also a technical aspect is the light sticks. Oh my god, those were so cool. Yeah. These light sticks... They're special. They have, like, a Bluetooth sensing thing. So I got one. Our friend Leisha got one. They light up different colors 
that go along with the show and it makes the show like way more dynamic it was like flashing different colors at certain times it was really cool and like you don't have to do anything it just does it because it picks up the bluetooth signal and it's only for these like specific sm concerts so when like we leave the arena it turns on just like a normal light but at a concert, you know, it, it's doing all this cool, like, different colors and flashing, and it's really awesome. Yeah, I have actually a really good video of when Ten does his solo song. I believe it was, like, the third song of the concert. And it had just, like, beautiful sinking of the lights and the fog and how the lights would flash different colors to the music at exactly the right time in the music. And it looked awesome. Like, it just contributes to the artistry of the show. So that's really cool because you don't necessarily see that very often with American artists. You might see somebody, like, holding up their phone flashlight, but they don't have light sticks. That's Specifically, I think, a Korean music thing. Japanese artists have them too, but I've never seen one as technologically advanced as the SM ones, because not only did my Super M one go with it, but I saw people with NCT, Shiny, and EXO lights. They all went with the concert too, so it's any SM light stick that can pick up the Bluetooth. So it was really cool. So some people, you know, didn't want to get a Super M1, but they wanted to bring their NCT one. It was still part of the show. I just think that's so cool. And it is really smart of SM, too, because it really makes you part of the concert. Yeah. If you have a light stick, your light is part of the concert. I mean, that's why I bought one. I was I got tricked into buying one. <laughs> I was like, I want to have one light special. They, they really look like the, like, safety things that they, oh they wave at the airport. And I was like, bring Taman in for a landing. <laughs> <laughs> I have the power of God and K-pop on my side. <laughs> oh, yeah. So overall, how would you say your concert experience was? Uh, I got to say that it was pretty much... I would say on par with Red Velvet, but my scores for specific things would be different. I think I enjoyed Red Velvet's performance a lot more than I enjoyed Super M's, and I think that's just because I'm more familiar with the Red Velvet discography than I am with every single solo and work of NCT members and EXO members and everybody who is there. Like, Mainly from Super M, I'm most familiar with Taman and his solo work. So I think that that's probably why I enjoyed Red Velvet's music a lot more. I enjoyed this venue a lot more than I enjoyed Red Velvet's venue. I felt like we were really packed in Red Velvet and we were completely alone in a suite for Super M. So (laughs) can't really compare those two things. I feel like the whole performance atmosphere and everything, the artistry, was more elevated for Super M. I feel like I just got so many more, like, different and stunning visuals from that concert than I did for Red Velvet. Although Red Velvet was, again, affected by the venue. It was essentially like a play stage. They did the whole concert from that stage, so they were limited to that stage in the screen. I would give it, like, a 7 out of 10, the Super M concert. Whereas my Red Velvet was probably like an 8. Yeah, this show, I definitely had a really good time. I guess if it was like out of 10, I would rate it like an 8. I had a lot more fun. Again, we're not super familiar with every single artist in Super M besides Taman, but I still had a good time and I liked the music. It's not like I heard anything that I was like, ugh, this is boring. Yeah, no, it was never boring. (laughs) No ballads here, bitch. No. (laughs) No ballads. 
So as far as I'm concerned, their music choice is a 10 out of 10 with no yeah. ballads because they could have done ballads. Although you and Village is kind of a ballady, but it's funky. I'm talking like slow piano. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So overall, I had, a, I had a really, really good time. This has been an absolute insane year for K-pop concerts. I've gone to more than I ever thought I would ever. Yeah. Ever. So, um, I'm just hoping for more United States concerts. Like, I love them. It seems like they made a lot of money. The venue was packed. Mm -hmm. So, they were charging $120 for the cheapest tickets. So they must have made something. Yeah. (laughs) Yup. (laughs) More Florida, though, would be nice. (laughs) Not having to drive six hours to Miami or five hours to Atlanta would be nice. Yeah, come to Orlando. Tampa. Yeah. One of those. Please. Please. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Right in the middle of the state. Do you want to go to Disney? I know you do. Let's wrap this up with our weekly K-pop recommendations. My weekly recommendation is Bo Peep by Tierra. My recommendation is No More Perfume on You by Teen Top. Another throwback. Nice. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You could find us on Tumblr. Is Tumblr still alive? Soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Check us out on Instagram at Soulmates Podcast. Check out our videos on YouTube at Soulmates Podcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our podcast here, wherever you're listening at, and anywhere else the podcasts are normally found. Wherever you are listening, though, whatever platform you're on, please subscribe to us so that you know every single time we put out a new episode, which is every single Friday. Every single Friday. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye!